Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast. We are so excited to be recording today with a guest. Uh, We are going to be interviewing Mackenzie Marslep, who is the founder of Fly Cacao, cacao ceremonial grade chocolate that we use all the time. And as you guys know, Shana and I love cacao. And when we do our Day Luna events, we do cacao ceremony. And this is the ceremonial grade um, cacao that we use when we do ceremony. And we love it so much. And so we're really excited to be able to chat today with the founder and just talk about cacao and share all of her beautiful wisdom with you guys. Um, But before we do, we're excited because also Shana and I are together today recording in the same location. We've just been putting together all of our Day Luna boxes, getting ready to send out to you guys. And we are just feeling so grateful and like there's so much beauty coming into our lives at this moment, being connected with you guys and putting in these beautiful like crystals and candles and creating essential oils. We are just feeling so in flow with it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a beautiful time and we're so excited that we've been able to um, curate these things with and for you guys and connect with you guys. And it just so happens that cacao, as you guys know, has played such a big part of our lives and our daily ritual and um, connecting with ourselves and with each other. And the blessing that the cacao has this month on their batches is um, all about ecstasy. And so as you know, from our last podcast, we were super hyper and excited and feeling that ecstasy and it's kind of radiating out into our boxes and out into our creations and connecting with all of you guys. It's been super exciting lately the last week. So I feel like we're all connected um, more than we can ever know in like, even though we're apart, we're so connected through how we're feeling and how the, I guess, collective consciousness is changing and flowing all together. So I really am feeling that ecstasy. And I'm so excited that this episode is the episode that is all about cacao because we talk about it so much. And, um, and I'm excited to get into the nitty gritty of what it is and why it's so transformational. Um, and for you guys to start using it in your daily lives. Hmm. Yeah. So without further ado, let's welcome on our guest, Mackenzie Marsleff, founder of Fly Cacao. Welcome onto the podcast, Mackenzie. How are you today? Mm, Hello. I'm beaming over here just watching you guys and listening to your passion and enthusiasm. And I honestly already feel so connected to your hearts. Um, So it's really like a fresh breath air to connect with you both. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we are so excited. And I just wanted to, I guess, ask you, you know, what started your passion or 
um, dive into the cacao um, community and seeking it out and bringing it into this like Western world? What kind of like, I guess, stoked that passion for you? Well, great question. I in 2014 is when I had my dark night of the soul. I had that rock bottom that many of us go through, which uh, really inspires our awakening and our connection to truth, connection to ourselves um, for the first time ever, really. And in that journey of healing and transformation and exploration, I discovered plant medicines. I personally was invited to an ayahuasca ceremony very randomly, but not random. (laughs) And I had never even, you know, done a drug quote unquote in my life. I didn't even know what ayahuasca was. And for some reason I was such a yes. And she, the medicine was preparing me for many, many months, but I just didn't know it. And then when I went on that journey, I fell so deeply in love with Gaia, with Mother Earth, with the plants, with the ways that they can serve us and heal us and be tools in this life. Um, And in that journey, I discovered cacao, uh, which I was so excited about because cacao is... She's a powerful plant medicine, but she's gentle and she's something that we can work into our everyday life. And she's something that is accessible in the Western world, which is, you know, with, with ayahuasca and these other master plants, you, you typically need to travel long distance or at least do, do a lot of work leading up to it. So yeah, that's, that's how I discovered it. If you want me to go more into detail, I can, cause it was kind of funny, um, how cacao just started jumping off the pages as I was <laughs> starting to research plant medicines. It was like, cacao was like, I'm trying to get your attention, research me, research me. And I was like, what is this? And then finally I, yeah, went on this journey and here we are. Wow. Yeah. Dana recently did a ayahuasca ceremony in Ecuador. Um, Mm -hmm. That was, yeah, it was so transformational for me. And I've really been into different plant medicines and cacao now I've been using for about four or five years ceremonially. And my first cacao ceremony, I just felt like this is such a beautiful plant medicine, specifically because of the heart opening feeling that I was just getting this deep and profound and joyful connection and also throat chakra opening of really feeling like you can communicate your truth and you feel supported and opened. So I had already really been into plant medicines in a lot of ways, but going and doing my first ayahuasca ceremony, it really just deepened my understanding of how sacred these plant teachers are and how powerful they are and how I just feel so passionate and excited about the people that have gone on the journey of bringing these medicines and bringing the education around it and the love around it and the integrity around it to all of us as a collective. And honestly, we love the company that you've co-created with Cacao so much. We really feel every ounce of intention and love and heart and soul that you pour into it. I mean, like you can feel it so deeply. So we love what you have created in the way that you bring it to the collective in such a big way. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful that it's been sparked off of an ayahuasca ceremony that you had with, you know, a big plant medicine teacher into bringing this more accessible, more, um, I guess, what did you say? Like easier. It's not mm-hmm. as, um, 
intense, I guess, on the body. Yeah. More gentle. Yeah. That's perfect way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's amazing that it kind of sparked off of that. And then you, you had said that, um, that cacao was a nonprofit. So what I guess has that journey been like as far as, you know, um, doing your ayahuasca, uh, ceremony and discovering that you want to work with cacao and researching it. Do you go down to these places like in Ecuador and Peru and get the cacao yourself? Or how do you really, um, I guess, harvest it and bring it and maintain that ceremonial grade quality? Yeah, good questions. And thank you for reflecting the love and integrity you feel in the in the product because that is so important to me. I you know, I feel with these plant medicines it is such a deep responsibility and no human is perfect. You know, we have egos, but what I think is really important for any shaman or any healer or anyone that's carrying or guarding uh, these beautiful plant medicines is really to just notice, is this my ego or is this the plant working through me? And then separating that and being sure you kind of get away from the medicines when your humanness is there and then be able to tune in. When is it aligned for me to engage with this entity, engage with these plants and engage with the the people that I'm serving? And so I I appreciate reflecting it because that has been a a really big journey for me um, because I want to do these medicines justice and with that said, you know, the medicine, the eye, the ayahuasca, she, it wasn't just one ceremony. It was, it was dozens and dozens of ceremonies. Um, and I started really looking at myself and noticing this profound transformation, this deep connection, this deep reverence and, um, my heart, oh, my heart just healed, um, from my past and, Honestly, I think how it played out, it it was me just waking up and saying, how can I be of service? How can I pass this on? How can I be love in the world? How can I be light in the world? And it was just me connecting with my guidance system. How can I be of service? What can I do? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? What would you have me be? Where would you have me go? And it was in those questions that me asking those really good questions kind of resulted in these little trinkets dropping in along the way. And one of those was cacao and cacao, you know, she, she came to me as many people can say that she came to them. Like we, she came to many people, I believe around a particular time and said, um, I want you to bring me to the Western world. It is time that I come out of the jungle and I come in to rebalance humanity and bring the feminine and bring the heart back to our relationships, families, businesses, commerce, um, the earth, how we treat the earth, just to restore the heart. And and she was like, I'm going to help do that. And so I'm calling on you to be an important part of, of that. I'm calling on you to be of service to this mission that I'm here for. And um and that was in 2015 when I got that call. And that was in my very first cacao ceremony, which is insane. So I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything at all. <laughs> I did not know where to get cacao. I didn't even know if it was possible. I, I, I actually looked at it and said, well, if it's not already here, then it's probably there's probably a reason. Maybe maybe it's not possible. Maybe to bring ceremonial gray cacao to the world, to the Western world in these quantities, but 
but with keeping the integrity, maybe it's not possible. However, I had the spirit of cacao guiding me. So I was just stay, I stayed really curious and I flew to Guatemala (laughs) and I went to go Mm. find out why, why hasn't this come here yet? And at the end of the day, I found out there's several reasons, um, between the endangered species um, of cacao, uh, Criollo cacao, of native cacao, and due to the commercialization of chocolate, I found out because the world wasn't ready yet, um, I found out many different reasons. And I think to answer your last question, I'll just kind of full circle it there. I, I just kept asking to be guided and I finally got this. I found out, you know, in Guatemala, it truly, truly, truly is not possible to get the native cacao. It is the, the native cacao. If you truly dig and you go there and you meet with the farmers and you really find out for yourself, you'll find that it is endangered and that there's actually only 12 plants. 12 trees left of what would they think is pure cacao, but because of cross-pollination, like literally the wind taking, taking one hybrid, hybrid strain and it landing over on the other farm. Like it's, you know, you don't really know. And so I was, um, I was like, well, what do we do now? And finally I got a phone call from someone in Peru and he said, I have this very rare, type of cacao. It is a native strain here in Peru. And I'm on this journey to bring it to the world. Do you need it? And I was like, what in the Mm. fucking hell is going on? Like, (laughs) yes, I do need that. And I have been looking for that. And who are you and how did you find me? And it still is a mystery to this day. But um, my partner, Michael, and I, we went to Peru and we got to discover all the different types of strains of cacao, the history of cacao. We actually got to sit down with very old farmers who were a part of um, creating hybrid strains for the Western market, essentially, and, and what that's done to the community in a devastating way. In a way that the chuncho cacao, the native strain, has become, um, there hasn't been a demand for it. It's too expensive, too challenging to cultivate. And it creates, you know, you need a lot of love and attention and care. So it's not something people like to scale. It's not something you really can scale as per these big chocolate companies. So long story short, we now work with that person who called me. He is our partner. His name is Matt and he is half Peruvian, wow. half American. He is on the ground in Peru and we actually went to Peru and built a facility where we source those, these, the strain, the, the chuncho, uh, we call it the chuncho strain of cacao. And we source that and we create it into nibs and then we bring it into our facility and we make it into a paste. And from there we put it through a food processor so that you get it in granular form if it hasn't melted on your doorstep and then you get to make your cacao with it. So that's our process. Wow. I am just, I guess I have full body chills yeah, as you're saying this. That is a beautiful story. And honestly, the intention and the, the surrendering that you've done throughout this process is, um, it's like every cup that I drink is a gift because of that surrender that you've done to cacao to bring it here in this way and uphold the integrity of the plant medicine and give back to the communities there and bring this that way 
me here in Ventura, I can drink this every morning with my own personal cacao ceremony. Like it's, it's just such a reminder and just a beautiful reflection that, you know, what we always say on the podcast and with all of our clients who are asking, you know, what's my life purpose and how do I get my gifts out into the world and how do I, you know, become successful and use my self themes in my human design. Right. And we always say it starts with surrendering and with asking, you know, the universe and asking your guides and having cacao ceremonies, really dropping in and asking, okay, help me to use my gifts. I am here. I am ready. I'm listening. I'm surrendering to what my calling is, what my purpose is. And um, it starts with that place of surrender. And then when you hear through your authority, through your strategy, but then also through what whatever you're like that clarity that you're getting for you with cacao, um, really being brave enough to trust yourself and to trust what you're hearing and to trust the surrendering and to lean in even more and to go book that flight and fly down to Peru and investigate even more to listen to that small calling. Um, because it's no small thing to say, okay, I did a, a ceremony and now I'm going to fly to Peru and investigate how this can actually happen. And I'm going to build a facility and bring it like uphold all this integrity. Like that takes so much bravery Mm -hmm. and surrender and trust in yourself. That is, um, that is the journey for people to really, um, surrender to their purpose right here in this lifetime. And we've done that with day Luna every single day. And, um, every day, Dana always says every day is like jumping off a new cliff. Like, okay, like we hear you. We're, we're jumping off this cliff. Like universe, you better catch us because we're listening. We're showing up, we're trying. And, um, and you've just done such a beautiful service to this plant medicine and to the world that it's just so evident to me that, that, that is what's needed to live your life purpose. That is what's needed to bring your medicine, your gifts that you're here to give to the world, to heal the world. It's surrender and it's trust. Yeah. And I love, I, so in human design, we're always showing people based on their chart, what gifts and qualities come naturally to them in their energetic bodies. So everyone is so talented in such a diverse way. Everyone has these different gifts that they're here to bring to the world. But the big question really is, what am I here to do? How am I here to serve? How am I here to use my gifts and turn it into a medicine that I can really spread? So I love so much that you said, you know, you getting clear and asking those good questions, those real questions. Cause we tell people that all the time, like it's really not about finding something outside of yourself. It is so much more about opening yourself up to be a channel and to allow yourself to receive that divine inspiration coming through you, allow everything that you're connected to plant medicines, Mother Gaia in general, you know, she is channeling through each of us if we allow ourselves to be a channel. And then we get to use our gifts to fulfill this purpose that is greater than us and that it really takes the pressure off of us to have to figure it out for us to be able to surrender and say, okay, I'm ready to know what it is. I'm ready to be that channel. I'm ready to be this vessel of love and use all my gifts. So that is such a beautiful channel. And Mackenzie, I wanted to ask you for our listeners that are maybe not familiar. I was wondering if you could share with us a little bit about 
what ceremonial grade cacao is. So on like a physical level, what it is, what the properties are, and also what the history is of ceremonial grade cacao. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was just nodding along and smiling along to everything you're saying. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Surrender and trust, <laughs> surrender and trust. That's everything. And I, I love what you yes. guys represent to to be that channel that you open yourself up because that's exactly exactly it. And that takes training and patience and surrender. <laughs> it takes, you know, pra- mm-hmm, practice. Yeah. So cacao, what is ceremonial grade cacao? Um, first and foremost, uh, well, what I will say is this could be classified as an opinion. So I think that ceremonial grade cacao doesn't have a definition. If I could create a certification company, and which I could, but I'm not guided to, I, I would. And then I would say, this is what I think ceremonial grade cacao is. But this is just how I've been guided. So I'm just going to preface that. Um, how I feel ceremonial grade cacao, what it is, is first and foremost, that it's in the native strain. So the native strain of cacao, which I was saying is chuncho in Peru and criollo in Guatemala, which again, I'm sure that could be argued because do we really know? But all I know is I've really done my research and our research and kind of connected with people on the ground to dive into that topic. And what we found is that sourcing these native strains, it's really, really good for the community and it's good for the plant itself because Mother Earth created her in her original form for a reason. And so we feel that if you're going to work with a plant for ceremonial purposes, why not use the original strain that that Mother Earth blessed us with? And why mess with it, right? We think that in order to have the most potent um, plant medicine experience possible, that you need to honor, you know, its roots. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is maintaining, um, or should I say, utilizing the entire bean rather than separating it from certain nutrients or only using part of the cacao bean. Instead, what we find is cer- what we think is ceremonial grade is when you use the entire bean of cacao. And that means that even the cacao butter is intact. Um, so the cacao butter is something that most people when they're making chocolate take out initially because um, of many different reasons. But what we do is we just keep the entire bean intact and that's why it truly is the whole bean that gets to your to your cup. So that's the second thing. Um, and that's also why it will melt on your on your porch if it's hot out. but it won't melt if you are just using cacao powder. And the reason is because the butter isn't there. So that's the difference. Okay, so that's the second thing. And then the third thing that we love to say is is just really the intention behind it, the blessings, the, the integrity, the love. And again, no one's perfect, but something we really take seriously around here is that we're we're doing this for service. We're always checking ourselves and checking our motives, checking our intentions that this really is truly a, a mission. It is for serving Gaia. It is for serving humanity. And that is why at the end of the day, we registered our company as a not-for-profit um, just to really protect that, that vision. Um, for, for any of the board members that are involved and that money doesn't get the best of anyone, if that makes sense. So that's what I think ceremonial grade is. Did I, did I answer it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And I wanted to ask you about 
that process that you guys do within your company of being able to bless each batch and coming up with the intentions. Could you walk us through how you guys came to implementing that and um, what that really looked like for you? (laughs) Yes, I can. So how we started making our own cacao was literally on the lower level of our work home, our work live environment. Michael and I literally imported these cacao nibs into our space. We purchased, we went to Mexico, we got a traditional stone grinder, which is huge and heavy. And we brought it into our home and we started making cacao in there. And when we were doing that, we were just immersed in the potency of cacao all the time. The smell, the energy, the taste, like we were with it all the time. We were sleeping amidst the smell, the aroma, and the energy of cacao. So honestly, cacao was just working on us all the time. And she very clearly had a theme every time we would go into production. And of course, when we go into production, we say the blessings, we say the prayers, we set our intention, we, you know, put on essential oils, we save the space and play beautiful music, medicine music that's of, you know, the highest frequency. And we do all of those things. But what the spirit of cacao was really doing and showing us was that there's actually an energy that's going into each batch that is unique from batch to batch. And she was showing us what those energies are were and are by (laughs) with our own bodies honestly it was our living experience of what's happening within our bodies within our union um it was very trippy like we would go and start to like turn on the stone grinder for the first time after preparing the whole room and michael and i would look up at each other and we were like oh, we know what this energy is. It's like we would get it right before we pushed go every single time. But it was like weeks of preparation um, in our bodies. Like there would be times we'd be like, yeah, tonight we're going to go into production. And it was like, oh, no, you're not. Like you're not ready for what you're about. Like she was holding us so accountable to actually be integrated and embodied in the energy of what was actually going to go into the cacao so that was how it started. Um, and one one big question we had when we moved our facility to Peru, which at the end of the day is so great because we can reach more people now and we get to support the local community and provide jobs. It's incredible. But one thing we were worried about is, are we going to be able to still bless the batches with the same potency? And we talked to Cacao about that and Yeah. So what we do now is we just really tune in and it still happens in a very similar way. You know, maybe we're not pushing the go on the stone grinder, but we're literally feeling into what's next and we're feeling into what she wants to present. And again, it's that very, very classic example. I have to look at what's going on in my personal life, separate that all and really genuinely tune into what does Cacao want for her tribe today? Not what does Mackenzie want? Not what is Mackenzie projecting that she wants, but what does Cacao want? And it's it's just a fine tuning. And then thank goodness we have like amazing sound healers on our team. And they literally do like Aiden does a gong ceremony for every single batch. Um, she, she's doing that consistently, just bringing energy into the cacao across the world. Um, and 
And thankfully, 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 we've been blessed with the right people in Peru. I think that was another big fear. Like, well, are these people just going to be going to work and getting a paycheck? And it's like, no, like we actually attracted people in Peru that that really get it. And they're so delighted. They maintain their vibration. Um, yeah, so it's beautiful. Thanks for asking that. Wow, that is so inspiring to hear. Yeah, that is one of the things that we resonate the most deeply with the brand cacao drinking chocolate. Like we feel it so deeply and it's so amazing. We always tell people that are trying to open themselves up to feeling other things besides this physical realm, that all of that information and frequency is constantly there, ready to communicate with us from all plants, from every single rock or, you know, things that we consider inanimate has a vibration, has a a form of consciousness in it. And we are so supported and connected by every single plant, by, you know, time, our ancestors from the past are still supporting us in the present. And if we are open to that, we can receive so much guidance and support and we truly are never alone in living our dharma or in being able to create something that's really going to help the collective like we are supported at every turn by every plant every frequency and really it's just about opening yourself up to receiving that help and to receiving those beautiful messages that are wanting to be given to the world um, and we notice that so much when we're working with day luna and and putting together our products and stuff um we feel this clear energy that's wanting to come through us. And both of us will feel it separately, Shana and I, and we'll just look at each other and we'll be like this energy that we're feeling today. It's like, you can feel these things being channeled through. And when you allow those to guide you, it's incredible how much it resonates with other people because every batch that we have received from you guys we feel the intention, like it's so connected to what we've been experiencing on our own. And it's just crazy how people who are on the same vibration as you and products that are living on that vibration, how you all are so connected and constantly informing and supporting and changing each other for the better. It's just a really beautiful thing to be able to see something that special and sacred and true woven into a business, you know, something that um, in a nonprofit, something that is really able to serve the, the collective in a physical way, bringing that energetic vibe into it. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane to me, the synchronicities, mm-hmm. because like a perfect example of just how aligned or in tune we are with that is I just remember one time, I can't remember when it was, but I did breath work and in my breath work session, I, had this whole visualization where I was like breaking through these gates and all this stuff. And, um, and this pure white light just kind of, um, started pouring through me and was before me. And it was so shocking. And, um, like I was, I laid there in awe of it for a while. And then I realized that I was the light and that the light was me and that I was in awe of myself. And it was this whole like crazy thing. I think I talked about it a few podcasts back, but I won't get into those details, but literally the next day I opened my phone and it was an email from you guys saying that the next batch of cacao was, um, Reiki and blessed with light and that the theme was light. And it was literally like, Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I need, I need this, this, um, this blessing for the next month. So like immediately placed my order and drank it all month. 
just kind of even bringing that intention and that energy of the experience that I had in my breath work, being able to um, have awareness and like cultivate awareness in my ceremony, bringing all those energies together every single day, just amplified my magnetism. It amplified my my heart and my soul and my direction. Like every single time there's always something that I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is so, so perfectly aligned with where I'm at right now. And that's why I always tell people a big part of, of day Luna has been having cacao ceremonies every single day, um, and tapping in and, you know, cultivating awareness and, um, surrendering and asking, you know, for guidance and, um, being open to receiving from cacao, from the universe, from mother earth, and really being, um, connected every single day. And that starting point just launches off whether I don't do anything that day, or I do a bunch of stuff that day, it doesn't matter. I'm starting from this place of, um, such like sacred connection and honoring my truth and honoring, Mm -hmm. um, and surrender. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. And I'm so, so grateful. Cause yeah, our whole, our whole system, or I guess way that we work with our boxes with blessing them for each person and bringing in these items that really truly, um, speak to us and, or speak to day Luna. Even we honestly talk about day Luna, similarly to how you're talking about cacao of, okay, like how can we show up for day Luna today? What does day Luna need to continue giving her medicine to the world and continue connecting with people and continue, um, raising the vibration and helping people to harness awareness in their own lives. So it's, yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I just feel, um, inspired. Yeah. And Mackenzie, I wanted to ask if you would share with us your take or your perspective on what a cacao ceremony actually is for people who are listening, who might not really be familiar with the ceremonial side of it. Um, I was wondering if you could share your perspective on, on that with us. Sure. Well, you did just kind of hit on it a lot, actually, sharing your amazing story about connecting and um, getting that message about the light, but then even just how you talk about what your relationship with Day Luna. It's like you're going into every day ceremonially, meaning you're opening yourself up to something that's bigger than you. And you're open your heart to say, may I lead with my heart today rather than my mind. And you're saying, how can I be of service? So how can I give my medicine? So this is kind of a perfect description of how you can have a ceremony with cacao or without. But for myself, um, first of all, ceremony always looks so different, but I'll give a couple words to see what, let's see what comes through here regarding ceremony. When I think of ceremony, the first thing that comes to mind is reverence. It's having reverence for your life, the the opportunity to be alive, um, having reverence for earth, for these angels that are around us, um, for our loved ones, for the small, simple things. It's just having reverence uh, is, I think, the, the how you start a ceremony. Like, what can I say? It's, you know, it's that the list your gratitudes thing, but it's even deeper. It's like, what am I kind of bowing to today? Um, and it, that includes mm. yourself bowing to your higher self, bowing to the, I call it the beloved within, um, mm. that bowing to you and 
That just rings so true. <laughs> just hearing you say bowing, literally every single day I say, like I, I literally bow on my mat and I bow to the unseen wisdom all around me. I bow to the ancient wisdom all around me. I bow to the unseen and ancient wisdom within me. And I bow, like bowing that word mm-hmm. is so, um, uh, just holds so much meaning. And, I mean, and it captures the essence of the word reverence too. Yeah. It does. I mean, to be truly reverent because of course, love is such a powerful word, the word love, but it has so many meanings and um, it's become something that's a little bit elusive. And for me, the word reverence has been coming so much to me. Um, it actually came to me a lot in one of my ayahuasca ceremonies as a form of love. And this is a type of love that I've been seeking and really needing or wanting to really feel. And it's that reverence, like that absolute love and respect to cherish something, to cherish life, to cherish wisdom, to be deeply, deeply grateful and in love and respectful and honoring something um, and bringing that into your daily life and living each day in ceremony, like you said, is so beautiful. I love this. I love everything you guys are saying and that we're even talking about reverence because I really wanted to name it the reverence <laughs> blend. I wanted this month to be the reverence <gasps> blend. And then it was like, no, it's the ecstasy blend. But now we're getting to honor that. So I, I love this. So yeah, you're you're hitting it nail on. I think the, ne- the next thing <laughs> after reverence, after that deep bow and really living and being embodied in that bow at all moments is, is uh, introspection. That's what ceremony is, is sitting stillness looking in and that means that no matter what is going on around you you're asking why am i seeing it like that why is this happening why is this coming up you're asking yourself and you're looking at yourself to to understand rather than trying to control everything that's going around you you're more so having this deep beautiful conversation with your soul, but with cacao, it's with cacao. You can ask cacao. When I'm with Aya, like if anyone ever asks, what is an ayahuasca ceremony like for you? It's a conversation. Of course, there's so many things that happen in ceremony, but it's a conversation. That way, no matter what, when I'm uncomfortable, I go deeper into it. I lean into it deeper. Why am I uncomfortable? Rather than trying to point to problems. Oh, maybe I'm uncomfortable because of the music. Maybe I'm uncomfortable because of that person right there that's making me uncomfortable. Maybe I'm uncomfortable because I'm not, I'm too cold. Rather than always looking outside, it's more so, no, what is coming up inside of me that wants to be loved and released potentially and and healed and nurtured and looked at and brought awareness to? And so when you can do that, you continue to do that in every ceremony, in every moment of your life, you have no choice but to discover love (laughs) and discover heart and compassion and understanding and acceptance and the true meaning of unity. You'll get to feel it viscerally. So a ceremony is an opportunity for you to kind of come into 
your like awareness and feeling unity, feeling love, but also a time for you to feel your pain and to acknowledge your pain, acknowledge your anger, to do so cleanly rather than putting it on someone else. You're kind of right there. And what I love about the plants is that she says, it's not all on you. Let me take your burdens away. I've got this. I can transform this. I can take this from you, dear child. What is it that you need? And I'm being very abstract with my description of ceremony today, but this is what's coming <laughs> through. Yeah, we love it. I totally feel that. And I'm so grateful for your perspective because it's beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you. I can give you a yes. simple one and- for anyone that's listening. If you have never sat in a ceremony, all you need to do is give yourself an hour, maybe 90 minutes, sit down, and maybe you have a journal. But you really, you don't even need anything. You just sit and you close your eyes and you put your hand on your heart and you start asking questions. Maybe you breathe, but you set an intention. Just set an intention. How do you want to feel? What do you want to experience today? What is it that's something that's coming up for you? Just sit in stillness and lean in and surrender to that space. And if you have cacao, amazing, because she's going to assist you in going deeper. If you have a journal or some music or some essential oils, amazing, because those are tools that will assist you in going deeper. But it doesn't have to be complex, and you don't even have to understand a word that we are saying here. All you need to do is sit and be Mm -hmm. with you, and that ceremony will unfold Mm -hmm. in the way it's meant to. Yes. I Honestly, we tell our clients this every single day mm-hmm. is just, it starts with you, like mm-hmm. sitting with you. I love that you said that it's, it really is. You don't need any of the stuff. We say that all the time. You don't need the crystals. You don't need the essential oils. You don't need the cacao. You don't need anything. Um, just sitting with yourself and having cultivating awareness, dropping in, letting yourself unedited, just flow and speak out loud freeing up your voice to just say whatever is coming through you. And it can start with you asking yourself questions. It can start with you writing and then answering out loud. It can start with anything that just feels completely um, natural where you're being able to be authentic and connected and just honoring yourself. Um, But then of course, these physical things do really help to drop into your physical body, whether you are smelling the essential oils or you are smelling the cacao before you take a sip Um, or the energy that cacao brings through you after you have been drinking it. Um, I found for a lot of people that are kind of like, oh, ceremony is a little woo-woo or is a little you know, I don't know if I can really dedicate enough time to have a ceremony every day, um, to, you know, start drinking cacao instead of drinking coffee, because it does give you that energy. And when you are drinking your cacao to really, um, just be mindful and be present and be in your body and to start with that small step first, and then you can, you know, become more and more mindful, maybe create a little bit, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and to just talk during that time as you drink, to journal during that time, to feel all of your senses, all of those small little things. Um, yeah, I, I love that you said that just mm-hmm. to be with you. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie, I did want to share with our listeners that you are a manifester. Mm-hmm. So I know that you're uh, really um, aware of human design and a lot of other different modalities that you really like to integrate into your life, but it is so 
fun for us to meet manifestors. We have such a special place in our heart for manifestors because they're pretty rare, less than 7% of the population. And manifestors have this aura in human design where they are designed to truly inspire change in the world and to impact the world and to create new things and bring new things to the world that other people can collectively and energetically work on and play within. So I love so much that you are this beautiful, amazing, juicy soul manifester and that you've created not only this nonprofit with cacao drinking chocolate, but you also have created another business delighted by desserts and that you are this conscious business owner that has created these new things out in the world that then a group of people get to work with you within and really bring something new and exciting that's going to impact the world for the better. So I wanted to ask you, um, do you, have you always known or felt that you wanted to be a conscious business owner or create new things or create businesses in this world? Good question. I have actually always known that. That's funny to reflect on. When I was younger, I loved food, loved cooking, baking, like all of that. I watched the Food Network instead of cartoons. But in addition to that, I was so <laughs> drawn to my having my own thing. I would say, I want to have my own restaurant. I want to have my own hair salon when I used to be a little girl. Um, I always was drawn to having my own thing. And then I was just a horrible employee, which I haven't really been an employee, but you know, like a bar, <laughs> like when I was bartending my way through certain ventures, I'd be like, I'd, I could only bartend at the places that were going to let me choose my schedule and what time I come in and what time I leave. Like, I was like, this is what's going to happen. I'm a really mm -hmm. good bartender, but like, <laughs> you're going to have to let me be my own boss. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I've just always, I have never had a regular job other than just working for myself. And I, I, it's very natural for me, but I'm, I really have so much respect mm -hmm. for the generators of the world. I, I'm surrounded by them. And I, I'm like, you guys are amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm so exhausted. I don't know how you do this, but <laughs> I just, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I want, that's amazing because that is so just correct for your energy as a manifester to be like, okay, I'll, I'll maybe come in if this serves me, but I need to create my own schedule. I need to be in charge of my own independence and freedom because that is just exactly how you are designed to thrive and to be in this world as a manifester. And I wanted to ask you, when you were starting out your business, did you find yourself doing everything all yourself and getting really exhausted? And what was that process like if you did feel like that, being able to kind of give some of your responsibilities away and being able to work with a team of people that can do different things? Was that an easy transition for you from going from just working for yourself to having people work for you? Or what was that like for you? Oh, uh, well, you asked, like, did I, did I start out by doing everything myself? Yes, 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 yes. Like, mm -hmm. I just thought I, I didn't know I was a manifester, obviously, until like two months ago, I think, yeah. or something. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I just always have thought, like, I need to figure it out on my own. I need to do this on my own. And that's probably from childhood conditioning. Um, like I've got to have my own back and figure this out, but that wasn't, that doesn't work for any entrepreneur, um, let alone a manifester. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was my burnout right. 
for sure. Overwhelm, anxiety, just complete burnout, health problems um, that woke me up and shook me up to learn to delegate. Um, And now I actually, when I was on an interview the other day, I was asked, what is my self-care routine? I said, right now, the biggest thing that I do for my self-care is, is delegation and supporting myself with people, asking for help, asking for when I need help, which is often. Um, and that's just, I think for a manifester, especially, but for anyone, especially a woman, because we feel like we can, we can Mm -hmm. do everything. We just can't do it all at one time. So that's really important to delegate. And I have an amazing team now. I have had to learn through contrast. I've had to learn through tough times. I was so uncomfortable asking for help, so uncomfortable giving feedback, so uncomfortable being honest with someone out of fear of hurting their inner child. But when I healed my own, I got better at that. And, um, now I would say it's a stronger suit of mine, my delegation. I'm constantly evaluating on a daily basis. What, what am I doing that I shouldn't be doing? Uh, where can I delegate this out more? What can I delegate out more? So yeah, it's very, very much now that I know I'm a manifester, I can give myself complete permission. So thank God human design for giving me even deeper permission to lean even more (laughs) into who I was meant to be all along. Mm -hmm. And for you, especially because you're a three, five manifester that that means even more so people don't see your struggle unless you tell them. Um, that you are struggling or that you are having a difficult time. They can really just see what they want to see that you're, that you have it all together, that you're doing great, that you are successful and whatever it is that they want to project onto you, they can see. And so um, because your strategy is to inform and to tell people what it is that you're thinking, feeling, needing, um, it just kind of also serves your profile and allowing people to, step in and say, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that you were struggling there. Um, I would love to help. Um, so it's amazing that you've really fully stepped in and embraced that so many manifestors, it feels so, um, foreign to do the informing part. Like you said, it, it's, it feels really, um, at first, especially if you've created a business, it can feel really hard to inform or kind of counterintuitive or, um, just not natural to have to be telling people that you need help all the time um, or delegating things. So it's amazing that that's been so supportive in your life and that you fully embodied that um, because you are such a good example of a manifester um, in their power, leading in a divine feminine way that is inclusive, that is um, supportive, that is inspiring and connective, not isolating or me versus you or me over you. Um, or I am the, I am the creator. You are the employee, not that kind of like old paradigm dynamic. You totally have embodied that, um, divine feminine leadership. That is such a good example. Like you would be a great expander for people, for other manifestors that are creating their own businesses and in that transition phase of, okay, well, how do I start to kind of release control a little bit of things that I've created and let people step in and let them help and let them, um, take things and run with it and, um, use this as a spark to 
you know, create things versus um, that hurdle. It can feel like when you've created something, you want to control it. Yeah. Oh, that you just reflected so much to me, actually, because I think as a manifester, you're right there. It almost I am so grossed out by hierarchy and so over Mm -hmm. that old model. And I resisted, I think, being Mm -hmm. a manifester for so long because I was like, I don't want anyone to think they're like serving me. Like I had to really Mm -hmm. surrender to like, no, we actually are on a vision or on this big mission together. And we're all here because we want to be and we're all owning our part in it. And now I can own that more. But you're right. It's kind of there are manifestors, I'm sure, that can go into like separation, like and then isolation. But you know what? You said I'm embodied in something and maybe I'm embodied in the power part of it and the the asking for support on a work level. But what I need to do, and you just helped me remember this, is 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 informing people about where I am like on an emotional level or even on a fatigue level. I'm good at saying, can you do this Mm -hmm. now? But I'm not as good. It's so vulnerable to say I'm tired because now I'm going to cry because I, I feel tired a lot. And, and it's sometimes mm-hmm. it can be hard to, it's, I almost feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we resonate with that so deeply since we're both projectors. So even though we're a different energy type than you, we both do not have this sacral energy and machine in our body too. And being a business owner and having this vision and really wanting to create something and go for it, it can be really overwhelming when you're a non-energy type. And we have these, we don't really have that many, um, expanders for us of how you can lead this business without exhausting yourself and feeling guilty, like, you know, about sharing with people that you're tired or that you need help. Um, but it is, we, I really, really like have to commend you so much because Mm -hmm. you are such a beautiful manifester. Like you are so, even just how open you are and how vulnerable you are, it's really so powerfully for you. And we just looked at your chart right before we got on the phone with you. And um, you have this channel that connects your throat center to your emotional, spiritual um, awareness center and your solar plexus. And you have this powerful gift that when you share your emotions, it deeply inspires and impacts other people and makes them feel so free and um, really given permission for themselves to be open and vulnerable. And even just you sharing like the little things that you have have shared with us so far in just this conversation, it just feels so um, connective and supportive for Mm -hmm. us to meet another business owner that is sharing her truth and doing something with such beautiful integrity. It's it's really, really special. Mm -hmm. And honestly, even you just saying, I'm tired on this podcast. I'm sure that there are so many manifestors that are going to listen and feel so connected to you and so inspired of like a validation of, okay, I just got a massive permission slip because you have this channel. And because when you share your emotions, um, it really is so impactful. Like you are here to share your emotions and there is, um, there's a big part of your energy that is about helping people with their emotional traumas and with their own emotional experiences and overcoming those. And so obviously to me, it's so apparent in 
you know, your creation with cacao and, um, and working with cacao to bring this to people because this you're empowering other people to become their own emotional healers and to heal their own emotional traumas through this ceremony, through this plant medicine. And that is such a part of your life purpose is helping people um, to work through their traumas and to dive into their emotional experiences just a little bit deeper and really see them and really face them. Um, and, and also with delighted by desserts, I mean, you've taken something that is healthy and you made it delicious and, um, and that alone, people can have so much trauma around food and around what is healthy and around eating something that does taste delicious and feeling guilty about that. And that alone, there is a sacred message in there that is helping people to overcome trauma. So, so much of, of your energy, yes, is being that manifester, being that starter, that, you know, spark for people, um, and creating these things and guiding in a divine supportive connective way. But then there's so much about your energy that is um, so impactful with emotions, helping people with their traumas and sharing when you're in the mood to share your emotions. That is when you are the most magnetic and impactful to the people around you and to your audience. Oh, I'm receiving you guys so much. Oh my gosh. I didn't know I was going to get this like awesome human design reading today. Cause I'm like, it's so good. It just, it helps. It helps me. Yeah. I think it's easy to go into that guilt because you look at your at self mm -hmm. as a manifest, like, why do I need so much space? Like what is wrong with me? I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, so it's just amazing. And thank you. I love <laughs> I love it when people share their emotions. I love sharing my emotions. That is exactly what cacao mm -hmm. is here for. Exactly. And mm -hmm. people need permission to share their emotions. They, we've just been silenced for too long and our emotions are what connect us, you know? So mm -hmm. thank you for reflecting back. I didn't know that had to do with my profile at all. So it's kind of fun to hear. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We, we can't help, but when we see someone's chart for us, that really is our soul calling. When we look at your human design chart, we just feel like we can connect with your energy on such a deep level and see how special and amazing and beautiful you are. And then to meet you in person and to see someone who's living in alignment to that and who's really chosen to open themselves up to being, you know, their highest potential in this lifetime. It's just really cool. And I did want to ask you Mackenzie about, um, your other business as well, Delighted by Desserts, um, how, what has it been like for you to be a conscious business owner and a conscious entrepreneur? And like, what parts of your spirituality have you brought into your business and what have you learned from your business that's really uh, supported your spiritual journey? <laughs> Whoa, big question there. I actually just wrote an entire book on it. It's called How to Lead a Badass Business from Your Heart, and it is launching in August wow. or September. Yes. So I'm wow. actually so exciting. Thank you. So business is my jam. Conscious business is my jam. I um delighted by has been my like school my opportunity to explore grounding spiritual truths into the business world and how that plays out um, and what conscious business means to me um, beyond just um, social impact. I mean, not just social impact, but every, everyone really these days when it comes to business is 
tying their business to some sort of social impact, but, but how can we take it deeper? And so that's been literally delighted by was born through the medicine. My very first ayahuasca ceremony, uh, Madre told me you, your purpose is to spread your glitter. It doesn't matter what you do. It's more so how you do it. Go out there, be your light, be your light. Don't worry about doing all the time. Just go out and spread your glitter, spread your light, bring your energy to the room, bring your energy to the people you're with. Uh, know that anything you're doing is is really spreading your glitter. Just be in it. And so literally within 24 hours of that s- same ceremony, I was making my dessert hummus. So it's like a dessert dip made from chickpeas. And I was making it and I heard another message. This is one way you're going to spread your glitter in the world. And then I sat with the medicine every month for three years and I'm not telling anyone that that's what they should do. I do not know why that was my sole contract. However, it was the integration of those ceremonies that was key for me, not the actual ceremony. It was the integration, the application, the true commitment to life as a ceremony. But she was guiding me about my business. She was telling me to make calls and decisions that I, I didn't even know I could make. And she was encouraging me. She was leading me to how to raise capital in a conscious way and she was, oh, it was incredible. And so, yeah, I would say delighted by and the medicines um, were, were my playground and my my foundation, my avenue of learning what conscious business actually means. And so I wrote a book about it and I can't wait for everyone to, to learn. But really, at the end of the day, it's about asking for guidance. It's really coming inward, connecting with the energy, the entity of your business, um, which I've been doing since the very beginning. It's like delighted by came to me as a purple energy. She came to me as an energy and a, she had a feeling to her. She had a voice that's not mine. And so my journey has looked mm-hmm. like surrendering to her journey, surrendering to her voice, surrendering to her mission because it's different than mine. It's been very uncomfortable, very incredible. The biggest blessing of my entire life and... um. I'm still learning. I'm still figuring it out. And I don't know what else to say right in this moment about that. <laughs> wow. That is so beautiful. Well, we can't wait to read your book yeah. um, first and foremost, but yeah, it's for us also being business owners. I never knew that that was going to be such a big part of my personal spiritual journey. And I have learned these powerful lessons that have come from being a business owner around money and around um, taking risks and about being brave in a whole different way than I had ever expected for my life path. And really being brave when it comes to owning your own business and, and using your integrity and making sure that that stays at the center and core of everything that you do. And also knowing once you have this business that kind of comes to you, I mean, you co-create it, but you really do. We really do feel like for Dayluna, she's her own essence, her own entity, and we are serving her and we are hearing what she is wanting to do and how she is wanting to grow and evolve. And it's really such a beautiful spiritual journey for me, even taking on you know, business debt or taking on loans, like every single step of the way, those decisions have been such powerful medicine for me. And I have grown so much as a soul um, and have evolved so much as a human 
going through these steps and also being in a conscious partnership with, with Shana, being in this business together and having utilizing communication and understanding each other as individuals. And it's just amazing how these spiritual life lessons can come in any form. And that when you allow every day to be a ceremony and you really show up deeply in every moment, how everything in life can just catapult you down to this like amazing path of growth and how everything can be your spiritual journey. You know, I really never, I never realized that business could be um, such a spiritual path, but I think so many people are stepping into that conscious entrepreneurship and really um, creating a business from the soul. So I'm really excited for the world that you have decided to share that story in a book. I think it's going to be so inspiring for people. Thank you. I love the embodiment. You guys are already in this business. Everything you're saying about the connection with the energy of your business and the way you guys lean in, treating it as ceremony, its that's exactly it. And oh my gosh, the money codes that come through. It's literally like business is is spiritual development, period. It's like the quickest way mm-hmm. to transform yourself personally if you are leaning in other than maybe romantic union that that's an intense one, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm not surprised at all that you've written a book because that channel for all of our listeners that are really into human design, like nitty gritty is 12 to 22, which is all about um, sharing your experiences in a public way, whether that is through um, poetry, through writing a book, through public speaking, through a podcast, through, um, any type of art form that you can share your personal experiences. Um, if you have that channel, you are here to do that in some way or another. So, um, the fact that you are releasing this book, it's just like, um, you're just in such alignment and you're honoring all of your gifts. Like that's the goal is to not just show up, you know, and you're using part of your gifts and then you feel like, okay, yeah, this is good. But over time you feel like something's missing and that's because you're not being able to show up with all of your gifts, um, and use all of your beautiful medicine energy in this world. So it's amazing that you have all of these different avenues that you're able to use your gifts and, um, truly give your, your medicine to the world and inspire people. So, um, yeah, you are a big major expander for Mm -hmm. manifestors in their divine feminine power. And I'm just here for it. Like I'm here for it 100%. (laughs) And Mackenzie, as we're, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I really want to share with our listeners where they can find all of these amazing, your nonprofit and your business that we've been talking about. So people can find, um, the cacao drinking chocolate on Instagram. Uh, your, your Instagram handle is cacao drinking chocolate and cacao is spelled K a K A O drinking chocolate. And then the website for that cacao is fly cacao.com F L Y K A K A O.com. And where can people find your book and that offering that's coming into the world? Uh, thanks for asking. Um, FYI, if there's anyone listening that's not in the United States, y- you can go to our um, website or our Instagram and find your country. So Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and all of Europe. Um, there are fulfillment centers unique to your area, your region. And 
As for me, I do utilize the Cacao Instagram page to make personal announcements for both myself and my partner, Michael, because Michael is really big into sacred sexuality, restoring the heart into sex. And he's we're launching a book with the same publisher on the same exact day. So it's going to be really fun. Mm. You can just follow along on Instagram over there. Um, and... I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we don't really do a ton of marketing of ourselves. We're just really connected into the the medicines, the message for Delighted By. You can, again, find it on Instagram or go to delightedbydesserts.com. And then lastly, if you do want to connect in with Michael and I and with our intimate tribe, um, we have an app called Kapu, K-A-P-U. We created our own quote unquote social media that's just a sacred space where people can share more authentically. There's no projections, no hierarchy, no likes or followers. It's just you. And we have cacao ceremonies like four times a month in there. And there we just had one this morning where we danced to medicine music and drank cacao and shared our intentions. And that's a really good way to stay connected with us, to join the family, those family codes and I think that's pretty much it. You can find Kapu, K-A-P-U, by going to our Instagram page, our website, or just go to iTunes or Google Play and do a search for it. Mm, Amazing. I love that. And also, I wanted to ask you, um, as we're wrapping up here, a lot of our listeners are really on the journey to find their dharma, their life purpose, and the way that they can go deeper and find something that they can really channel to utilize their gifts and share their medicine with the world. So I was wondering, as we're wrapping up, if you could share any insight or advice that you might have for our listeners who are in that place of really wanting to go deeper, wanting to feel really purpose-driven, but they're just kind of on the beginning of that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two things, and it's kind of cliche with all the messages I put out there, but just number one, know that you are here to spread your glitter. So really ask, what is my glitter today? How am I going to spread my glitter today? How am I going to be the light? And let that be diverse. Don't try to come up with something in your mind, which you actually hit on way earlier in this podcast, but just, and then second of all, ask yourself, what am I delighted by today? What are you genuinely delighted by? Cut out all the things you're not delighted by and only do the things you are delighted by. And if you follow those, those are keys. You can follow them along and you will be in your dharma by by embracing that. And lastly, last but not least, it's bringing your hand to your heart and kind of energetically. Imagine the energy come out of your head down into your heart and say, you know, where is my heart leading me? And then to have the courage to listen and to act on it. That's another story, but you guys are embodying that. And so they can just continue to look to you for guidance. That's what I'd say for today. Mm. Wow. (laughs) All of that is... (laughs) It's just crazy. We it's like what we say every single day. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um and I love it. I'm I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I feel um expanded and um we we use this cacao in all of our cacao ceremonies as well. Um and in our eventual retreats that once you know we can all be together in person again. Um, we always use the, this cacao because it is that powerful. It is that sacred and healing and um, inspirational. It's just, it's incredible. And um, 
So yeah, you guys can go and you can order your cacao on their website um, to have a batch sent to you. Um, and hopefully one of these days when we have a virtual retreat or a retreat in person, you will be trying their cacao as well there because we really feel energetically so connected to this Mm-hmm. this um offering that you've brought to the world so thank we are you. just ready to um share it with other people mm-hmm. thank you so well, thank much. you so much thank you for spending your time with us today mm-hmm. and thank you for sharing your voice and your wisdom with us and we are so grateful for the soul work that you've done and for the beautiful things that you've brought into this world. Um, and we're just really grateful for your energy and your spirit. You have such a beautiful energy about you. Um, so thank you so much for being here with us today, Mackenzie. You too. I cannot say it enough. Oh, so on the same page as you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you to your beautiful tribe. I just hope to stay connected and form even deeper friendships. That would be like such a delight for me. So thank you again. Sending love. Amazing. Thanks, Mackenzie. And for everyone listening, you guys know where you can reach us on our Instagram at Dayluna. Um, as always, you can book a reading with us to dive deeper into your human design at daylunalife.com. And once again, if you guys are wanting to reach out and order some cacao ceremonial grade, which we're always um, talking about and reaching out with you guys about, you can go to flycacao.com. That's F-L-Y-K-A-K-O.com. Um, or you can follow them on Instagram, cacao drinking chocolate. So wherever you guys are today, I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thanks for tuning in with us. 